has been in a parade before. Have you been in a parade? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. I see a lot of folks who've been in parades before. There are a lot of fun opportunities in parades. I, I shared with you a few weeks ago about our Rose Parade route story, though I wasn't in the Rose Parade for that one. And then um, when uh, we were at Mays Manor, United Methodist Church, we always marched in the 4th of July parade with the church, and there was a someone in the church owned a fire truck, and we passed out water, we did all of that. And, and uh, where I served most recently, Bexley, uh, they love, I don't, that's not a strong enough word, their 4th of July parade. If anybody is around or has lives in Bexley, you know what I'm talking about. We have some Bexley folk in here, absolutely. They love 4th of July almost as much as Christmas. And I don't think I'm exaggerating. I mean, people love, love, love it there. So we've been at plenty of Bexley 4th of July parades. And, and now we get to enjoy the Westerville 4th of July parade as our son plays the sousaphone in the parade. That's always fun for us. Of course, the Pride Parade. We can't forget the Pride Parade, which is so much fun. And we as a church have been part of that and marched in the Pride Parade. We like parades, don't we? It seemed to be a, a, just a, a time to celebrate together. There's so much joy. I, I, I love, I have great memories of parades, sitting with my family and with friends, watching the parade. But Holy Week, Holy Week calls us to be more than just people who watch the parade, more than just spectators. The scripture repeats over and over again, the Lord needs it. The Lord needs it. And the Lord does need us to participate, to be part of the parade, not just a spectator but someone who rolls up their sleeves and engages in, walks in, is part of the parade. We leave our water bottles to the side and even our folding chairs and the snacks that we've brought for the parade. Can you picture yourself at the parade? And you get up and you walk and you join in. We join the procession of those who follow Jesus. We join the procession of those who follow Jesus. And we march with him wherever he may lead. Wherever God's voice calls us to go, we go to the lost, to the hurting, to the forgotten, to those in pain, to those who need a healing touch to those who need justice. We go, we follow Jesus. There is a beautiful song, an old song, that's in our hymnals. It was written in 1890, and it's so, so powerful. It's called, Where He Leads Me, I Will Follow. I bet some of you know that song. We're just gonna sing it together, that first little verse. You're going to sing with me because I really hate to sing solos. And Chris is going to help, aren't you, Chris? Yes, you are. <laughs> it starts like this. 
I can hear my Savior calling. I can hear my Savior calling. He just repeats. I can hear my Savior calling. Take thy cross and follow, follow me. And this is the chorus. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. I'll go with him, with him, all the way. Where he leads me, I will follow. I will go with him all the way. And some of the other words to the song are this. I'll go with him through the garden. I'll go with him through the garden. Of course, the references to the garden of Gethsemane. I'll go with him, the garden. I'll go with him all the way. I'll go with him to dark Calvary. I will go with him to dark Calvary. I will go with him to dark Calvary. I'll go with him all the way. And he will give me grace and glory. He will give me grace and glory. He will give me grace and glory. And go with me, with me all the way. Where God leads me, I will follow. Where God leads me, I will follow. I'll go with him all the way. That old song reminds us that life is so often a mixed bag, isn't it? We can be filled with joy, but also even in the same moment, we can be experiencing great sadness because life can be complicated. And I think by now we have figured that out. <laughs> it is the same with this day, Palm Passion Sunday. There is a duality in this day, both celebration and suffering. We are moved from the celebration of the palms and the children and the parade. And, and I just am overwhelmed with the joy of Palm Sunday and to be here with you to celebrate that. But also on this day, we remember the suffering of our Savior. We move from the celebration to the much more contemplative and sobering moments when we reflect, we reflect on suffering. It isn't really hard to imagine the suffering of others, is it? These days, we just need to turn on the news, to read the paper. It's all around us, really. We continue to pray for the suffering in Ukraine and Russia. There are tornadoes even in the last week that have caused horrible devastation. We want COVID to be in our past, but in so many ways, it continues to be our present. 
You know, the Hebrew word for Hosanna is Savior or save us. I find Hosanna such an interesting word because of this. Hosanna is both celebratory and also it's a cry for help. Hosanna, we are thankful for your presence. Hosanna, please save us. Stop our suffering. Hosanna. So as we move into this time of reflection and even suffering of Christ, I want to remind you of this. The good news. The good news is that God is present and hasn't left us, even in our suffering, even in our grieving and our suffering for others. God's presence is with us. And so even as we walk through this Holy Week, may we find comfort in the presence of our Creator. We hear these words from the psalmist. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes in the morning. This is a week that we don't rush to joy. We allow this week to happen. We allow ourselves to focus on the suffering of Christ. Easter holds such a great celebration for us, but I have always been a firm believer that we must go through this week to have a beautiful, full Easter celebration. And we certainly will celebrate next Sunday together. But we will also journey this week and contemplate the suffering of our Savior. As part of that, we start off this service, as I said, with such joy and celebration, but we do end on a more somber note. We are really good at visiting with one another, and um, I, am, I am certainly happy about that. But this is the one Sunday that I will say to you, please leave in quiet as much as you can when you leave. Please leave in quiet and contemplation. We will share in just a moment, and what you'll need to do is simply sit and listen as Pastor Andy and I read the 22nd Psalm. And we will share in a bit of drama as our part of our choir helps us remove the items from the altar and even the light that shines so beautifully and bright from the altar will be removed as we again take some time to remember the journey that Jesus took to the cross on our behalf. Weeping may last for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.